Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, FightfulWrestling.com. Hottest wrestling site in the world these days. My God, it is October 11th. We are here to talk WWE Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, the second edition, the WWE Draft Night 1 edition. I am joined by Mr. Warren Hayes. You can see him every week on the Wednesday Night War podcast. You can catch him sometimes on Fightful Select on the Retro Review. He's got a Patreon. He's all over the place. You see his nice link tree there underneath his name on our display. By golly. We'll get to him in a second. Leave a thumbs up on this video and subscribe to YouTube. We're getting real close to that 20K mark. But if you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a Super Chat. Any amount gets it done. If you want to ask as many questions as you want, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's our premium service that allows you all to directly support us. I did a Q&A with over 100 questions yesterday. Check it out. Warren, how you doing? I'm <laughs> doing fantastic. I had a ball tonight, but for all the wrong reasons, Sean. I, I, I didn't enjoy I'm sure WWE didn't want me to enjoy it in the way I enjoyed it tonight. It was completely unexpected, but I had so much fun. So I, I did. I had a fun time watching the show tonight. For better or for worse, whatever, yeah. I had a good time. Had a good time covering it, and I, I always look at these drafts as a, as a reset opportunity for WWE. Any excuses that they have, they go right out the window. You can start with continuity, sense, creativity, uh, just a little bit of continuation, all that, it, it goes a long way. And they found, like, four things for me to go off on on this show, still. <laughs> four things that they didn't make sense of. My God. Let's go ahead and get into it. Mr. Big Bad Bean says it in the Super Chat. Was WWE spoiling their own draft a top five blunder for WWE? My God. So if you all don't know what we're talking about, WWE listed and sent us and published a draft pool for SmackDown earlier this week. Five picks in, Fightful's Jeremy Lambert had put a tweet out there saying, hey, the draft picks have went exactly how this is going. And then the next five did. And then the next five weren't that different, even though I was sent word from someone saying, hey, they're, they're about to switch them up. They're about to switch them up a little bit. And then that, that person said, by like one, they're switching it up. Uh, I mean, come on, we knew Kevin Owens wasn't going to fall that far, but damn, man. this oh, We'll get to the draft picks themselves later, but Warren, I, I, like I said on Twitter, at least this shows you they planned it a couple days ahead. Yes, and this is why I'm saying that I enjoyed this for the, all the wrong reasons. There was a little, uh, uh, you know, there was a little side of me that, that enjoyed the the deliciousness of a WWE screw up on one of their biggest nights. Like, and you, you don't want, well, I, I say you, I don't want to speak for everyone and I don't speak for you, Sean, but I don't want WWE to fail. I don't want any wrestling promotion to fail. Really? Well, we, we want to be reviewing good shows here. Yeah, exactly. But 
when something like this happens, you you sort of slap your knee and you go, ha <laughs> WWE, <laughs> you, you, you incorrigible scamp. You always pull this off. Can you mess up a cup of, a cup of coffee? I bet you can, WWE. I mean, I could mess up a cup of coffee, so you, you never know. Evangelina Cantu, thank you for the super chat. She says, SRS, sorry, but WWE on Fox is my new favorite Twitter. They're fantastic. They're real good. I mean, they are spot on good. Like, just the memorial that they did for the wild card rule was, I just, I I scoffed. There was a bunch of other stuff that they tweeted throughout the day that just had me cracking up or some savage tweets. I don't know who's in charge, but give that person a raise immediately. Young Bibby says, does Raw get the first pick as well on Monday? I, I don't know. They have not clarified that. Uh, yes, they have that, clarified it. Yes, Becky have, Lynch and Sasha Banks are competing for the first go. shot. So there you go. Um, are they getting rid of the 24-7 champion because our truth is not listed as the champ? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what they do with that. I don't have any answers on that. Uh, Young Bibby says, I hope Carmella gets drafted to SmackDown to feud with Bailey. I do too. I, I think yep. that would make a lot of sense. I like that. Um, DJ the Kid says, I love heel Bailey, but she was getting babyface cheers. Do you think WWE might pull the plug because of that? Not with that haircut. We'll get more to it later. Not with that haircut. Roman Reigns should have got that same haircut three years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Added some edge. Exactly. Aaron Jay's fan says, great character change for Bailey. This is going to be a topic. I don't want you guys to think that we're forgetting your super chats because we will tackle these specific points later, especially since you all mentioned it and asked us about it. Uh, Tim Traver says, uh, do we see match ratings for AEW and NXT on Wednesday nights? No, I'm not doing those. Uh, it's very, very hard for me to follow those and give fair match ratings at the same time. Um, I might in the future, depending on the demand for such a thing, but I- I'm open to it. I'm definitely open to it. We're going to cover the draft picks themselves at the end of this show. So let's get into uh, what happened on SmackDown. Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Rollins kind of taken up for Raw. Not kind of, he was. Reigns for SmackDown. I had a big problem with this from the jump. Becky and Sasha, I don't, because they are defined on brands. Mm -hmm. They are. But Rollins and Reigns at the time had no goddamn clue what what brand they were going to be on. And I'm sitting here thinking, why does it matter? Why would they care that much? Well, as as it turns out, Reigns didn't care that much, because when The Fiend showed up, he hit the bricks. Where'd he go? Are we going to well, find I, out next week? I hope. Well, I mean, the last the last time you saw The Fiend, he was forcing blood out of Seth Rollins' mouth. Yeah. You'd hit the bricks too, Sean, if you saw him pop up out of nowhere. And probably like, no, this is not worth it. Well, I we'll talk more about Bray later, but like 14 minutes into this show, all the counters stopped because this match was truly nothing for the first 10 minutes. It was a bunch of staring at each other like, I know you. No, I know you. Oh, we're familiar. We've tagged before type of stuff. Like, you know what it is. And that's what they that's what they do. It was the friendly competition thing. But I wasn't given a real reason of motivation for these guys. Corey Graves has done a real good job of explaining the winner's purse and all that, and I appreciate that. That was the saving grace. But he didn't do that tonight, and not that he has to. He really only has to say it once for it to be in canon. But... Like, why Why would Reigns care? He didn't know what, what brand he was going to be on. I mean, it, it's it's always about stakes, right? If it had just been, okay, you two are in this position, and, and it, bear with me, it's not going to work in the case of Seth here, but let's say you had put another guy in the play in lieu of Seth that wasn't a champion, and you say, look, you guys are fighting for the number one spot. And if you win for the brand, we're going to give you the first title shot on the first show post-brand. And then you already have motivation for these guys to actually go out and fight each other instead of this where it's just like hey whoever wins first gets the first shot and you're like okay well basically you're being you're being corporate stooges dudes yeah you know ultimately not a good look this match i thought really heated up like about 15 16 minutes into the into the show reigns hit that one arm power power bomb i will say this and i tweeted it when i see rollins doing a suicide dive a couple days after darby allen I don't want to be that guy that compares everything to something else, but man, you see a Darby Allen suicide dive and he really gets all of it. He only needs to be doing one of those at a time. That's it. But they're, but they're patented, Sean. You know that. Oh, just God like damn we it. just Rollins patented it, didn't he? Son of yes, a... Yes, and we, we did learn tonight that the stomp is also patented as well. 
God. I know. I would I would let that patent go after this Sunday. I tell you that much. Uh, I, I would let that one lapse. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe MLW will buy that one and make something of it again. And WWE <laughs> can buy it later, like they did with War Games. And now and now Cody wants to buy that. <laughs> yeah, now Cody wants it. There Let's you go. see if MLW would have waited a few months to sell War Games. They could have had a bidding war. Yeah, exactly. Still, I thought it was savvy of them to sell it and then do the War Chamber. We'll talk about that on another day. But anyway, Darby Allen has the best suicide dive in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, these replays on Fox also look very weird and very 90s and very slow. But Reigns has a Superman punch, which was real, real good, like, false finish. Uh, I loved Rollins countering the spear with the short pedigree. Like, he didn't try to hook the arms. He just kind of planted it. I thought that was really cool. But then Rollins just, it goes dark. It goes dark, and all of a sudden, (laughs) the Fiend shows up. Now, this is much less special than it would have been before a week ago. Warren. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and Um, Rollins is dragged down into the hole, and Mandible Claws put on him. We see the Fiend up on the ramp. Sorry sorry to cut you off there. I had to just finish that and off, but... Whew! What'd you think of this? I, I, I didn't hate it, but... I'm like, damn, damn, man, you all gave us one of the dumbest ass finishes ever Sunday, and this is a pretty dumb finish, too. Eh. Um, yeah, and, and you, if you consider that this is this is technically the follow-up to Sunday, so we're basically at the exact same spot. But I'm more concerned with the Fiend character in and about itself. You know what made the Fiend special, Sean, right? It's It's the fact that we never saw him on television, or when he mm-hmm. did pop up, it was it was unexpected. He'd slaughter, uh, you know, he got into his routine of slaughtering uh, uh, legends. But then again, it didn't go overboard. Like he took out two or three uh, and, and that was it. And then so, you know, we sort of got into their groove. Then we moved into the Seth feud where he'd pop up at the main event because Seth was always in the main event and would always kind of end the same way. I thought that that time when when the when he attacked Bray, uh, excuse me, Braun and had difficulty putting Braun down, I thought that was an interesting twist. But he eventually did get get Braun down. Here, well, I don't know. Was it the gimmick of coming out of the uh, coming out of the uh, the ring that made it special? Because it wasn't. It wasn't all that special. Uh, you know, we saw it in 1996 when uh, Undertaker po- uh, popped out under the ring to uh, drag Bret Hart in uh, under the ring. Uh, we saw it, um, you know, back in the '90s as well, when uh, Ultimate Warrior would show up in WCW yeah. amidst the smoke. I, I agree. Um, Sometimes when you emerge from a hole, it's not as special as it once was. You lose that excitement. You lose that spark. Sometimes, quite frankly, when you go in and out of that hole, it can be somewhat of a horror story, as we've seen. But if you want to turn it, maybe, maybe into a, a nice romantic comedy, or if you want to eliminate the comedy altogether and make it really dramatic. BlueChew.com, code Fightful, can help. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. They've been working for decades. Decades! But you know you're going to get that finish. But you're going to get the kind of finish that you want. Not the kind of finish that some 74-year-old man wants. I mean, maybe if you're having sex with a 74-year-old man, it will be the type of finish that he wants because it's going to be a great experience for whoever's involved. And you don't have to wait in line at the doctor. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Nobody knows what you're getting in the mail. And right now, you get it for free. And you know that when they give you something for free, they expect you to come back and pay for it later because the product is so damn good. Damn, man. BlueChew.com code Fightful. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. It's made in the USA. It ships direct. It gets into your system much faster than those other guys. BlueChew.com code Fightful. You're welcome, Sean. You're going to be in the States soon, I understand. Maybe you can pick up some, Warren. Uh, Look, I'll definitely look into it. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll We'll make a thing out of it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fill out the form together. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, we will. We will. 
My God. Uh, Hannah Moore says Carmella will go to SmackDown because of Graves. I think that's a good point. Very good point. Do I have your attention now? Did you, says, my God, did you see those cringy scripted promos for Crown Jewel this afternoon? Those were so bad. So bad. And it kind of shows you why Cain Velasquez is speaking Spanish on this program. Because he sure <laughs> as hell can't cut a, cut a promo in his first language. It was shitty. Tyson Fury, however, can cut a promo in English. He does it very well. However, sometimes you do want to script the guy because he's batshit crazy and, quite frankly, a giant asshole. Brock Lesnar, in this setting, can cut an outstanding promo. That's Brock Lesnar was known as one of the best promo guys in the UFC, which is crazy to think because he's got Paul Heyman with him now. But you go back and you see some of his stuff from, from back then. He was one of the most charismatic guys in the UFC. Unbelievable. Braun can cut a good promo. Those were the absolute shits. Thank God Heyman was there. Someone says, why did it seem like the war rooms were surprised after the picks were made? Well, they didn't seem that surprised. They had I like the idea of the war rooms, Warren. The Warren rooms. But God, they had some shitty actors there. Oh, you mean they weren't really executives? I don't believe so. Uh, honestly, I was a little disappointed because when they were called, when they were saying that there was that there was going to be execs, I thought they were actually going to come out and they were going to be like vice president of uh, you know branding or vice president of graphics or whatever. However, I was really really entertained at first to realize that RoboCop was part of the Fox uh, War Room. To be later explained that this is not in RoboCop, but the Fox Sports robot mascot, who, by the way, is named Cletus. Yeah. Did you know that, Sean? Yeah, I did know that, actually. That's amazing. He was designed by a seven-year-old, Sean. I learned so many things today about this mascot. And he had the, anyway, whoever was doing him had some fantastic pantomime. But I like I like the idea of the war room. You know, they they all shot these in the afternoon. You know, I can see I can see the director, the producer being, okay, guys, now we're going to do a shot where you won, you won a you won a draft pick. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna do one where you just missed out on a big one. And you start flipping tables. That must have been a lot of fun to do though. Joe was Farley amazing. actually follows up on that and says, Give me the Fox NFL robot and the Royal Rumble, you cowards. I would love it. <laughs> I, I I could I I wouldn't care. I don't mind them using Royal Rumble spots like that. I, I don't mind it at all. Uh someone says WWE's quality assurance team badly for live TV. Uh thoughts on the Samoa Joe Re- Renee Young line, more of a rib. I believe Moxley and Joe are friends. What what am I missing here? What did I miss? Do you know? Um when uh, when Renee introduced Joe, Joe said something to the effect not, to the effect, "Nice to see you, Renee. Glad to see you're keeping the lights on in your home." That's, that's what a, he said. That's hilarious. That's fantastic. It is a perfect, perfect rib. I thought it was great. And I'm sure she gave him a good slap on the shoulder when the cameras were well, away. Well, hopefully she didn't give him too hard of a slap on the shoulder. Did you see yeah. Tyson Fury and Braun today? They slapped each other on the shoulder and they're like, hey, oh, like that. That's what kicked. That's what about set shit off. I don't remember what I saw, but someone on Twitter compared it to uh, Step Brothers. Yes. You know, the movie, <laughs> which I thought was fantastic. Yes. Uh, someone says, is it me or, or is the WWE music just so generic? They kept showing each network brand room. It was so cringy. I, I didn't think the idea was cringy. I thought the performances by the people in there were cringy. I thought the idea of doing it was phenomenal. I thought it made a lot of sense. I loved the idea of USA versus Fox instead of the passe general manager horse shit. You had this and you were able to get Fox and USA on board with this, it makes sense because that's what a lot of people are talking about, Warren. I thought that was a brilliant idea. And hopefully this is something that they can that they can reinforce, you know, down the line. You're, you're, like, I'm drawing a bit of a blank, but I think it was ECW when they were – I can't remember which – it was either ECW or TNA. Sean helped me out. And they were in they, – they had problems with the network. I think TNA. it was TNA under Russo, right? You talking about Heyman going on and shooting on TNN? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly. Oh, TNN. That's right. Yeah, and they they portrayed the network with Cyrus. Yeah, Don Callis. Yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. Exactly. I mean, you maybe don't have to go into actually creating a character, Mm -hmm. but you know, having, you know, oh, we've received word from the network kind of thing. You know, we need to do this, and 
I I dig that much more than a character uh, authority figure. Quite frankly, if they want to keep pushing it this way, I I really I really like it. I think it's a great idea the execution was just a little strange but that's fine yeah i dug the idea i thought it made a lot of sense i thought that splitting up the draft pools made a lot of sense we'll get to that later i'm getting a a little too too ahead of myself right here (laughs) uh up next we had king corbin defeat or defeating shorty gable why did we need this again warren why not so soon I mean, you know, at uh, at uh, Helen Estella, it was clear that their feud wasn't over because uh, because Corbin went after him. But uh, we definitely didn't need it this quickly. I like the match. It's the I fourth one. Did. The fourth one. But you know, it, it it goes back to you know. It, look, let's consider this. I'm give, I'm ready to give him a pass, a buy on this stuff because we are in the middle of the draft. The official reset, the the true beginning of the next season of WWE is going to start next Friday, once the draft is done on Raw on Monday. If we start seeing Corbin versus Gable again in, in next Friday or next Monday, I think then we have a reason to start flipping tables because the idea here is to get fresh matchups. It's to see new things. So tonight we're still in reset mode. I'm okay with them giving this, giving this, the, uh, the, the, uh, giving this match tonight because it was, they it knew was, it would work. It was a fine match. Gable countered a deep six to the bulldog, hit a moon salt and a, a an ankle lock, but walked right into the end of days. But I didn't need to see this, and we're reminded for the second match in a row we may never see this again. Hopefully not. But Chad Gable did not get picked tonight. Uh, we Who? will. Elaborate on that. What? What? Who? Chad Gable. Shorty Gable. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name now. His name is Shorty. And let me tell you, as someone who is typecast by their incredible height, as I am, I am super tall. I am the tallest. I can tell you that I sympathize with the man. So I understand what they're doing because now everybody comes up to me and they go, SRS, the fucking legend, you're so tall. And I'm like... Me? I, oh, listen, I'm pretty tall, but I'm not that tall, and I appreciate, I would never call myself the fucking legend, Warren, but people do. People come up to me and say that, as, you know, like, people will say that, and I, I just, okay, thank you, because I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be you know, rude about it. You, you know, it is plausible. You know, at some point, I'm I'm really looking forward to see how tall you all you are. You know, you, you come to Toronto on occasion, yeah. right? Toronto is in my country. It's a bit of a drive, but I could make it. It'd be interesting, you yes. know, to just see for me to live the experience. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I mean, and you would never have to go to like a Ripley's Believe It or Not again and pose next to that dumbass uh, short person statue they have. Whatever. <sighs> Brock and Kane. Paul Heyman comes out. I dug this promo. It's a little bit of different source material this time. Kane Velazquez has beaten Brock Lesnar, <coughs> beat him in a shoot fight. Heyman says that Brock has never made excuses, but he is going to sort of exercise his demons, battle his ghost, so to speak. Well, let me tell you, it's interesting that he called Kane Velazquez a ghost because this goddamn promo is going to haunt me for the rest <laughs> of my life. Kane Velazquez, who speaks fluent English, it's actually his first language. He doesn't speak. I'm not sure how well he speaks Spanish, but he cuts his promo in Spanish. And then Ray says, Kane says he's going to give you a matching scar on the other side of your face, which I thought was an okay line, but like, why didn't Kane just say that? I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. But I I, I do, what I liked about this promo uh, was, um, was in the details. It was... Um, it, it was Paul Heyman cutting his promo, like you said, bringing out, bringing out some some new stuff, some new material, felt fresh. Meanwhile, a Brock Lesnar standing there, not exactly as confident or as, let's say cocky as he usually looks when Paul is cutting his promos. You can tell that the story that they're telling, that they want to tell here, is that Velasquez is living rent free in Brock Lesnar's head. The minute that he saw him, it all came rushing back, and. 
Lesnar is having issues dealing with these very conflicting emotions. Like, I think that if you just took a minute to talk about it, maybe send him to therapy like they did with uh, Bailey and Sasha last year. I think he could get over it. But instead, we're probably just going to move on to this fight. I like that they showed the still frames of the Velasquez uh, fight in UFC where we where the casual WWE audience who doesn't necessarily follow MMA was we never got to see a battered bloody disfigured Brock Lesnar that's that's an image like that's something that as far as his WWE persona does not exist they mentioned the scar i'm going to give you another scar i i liked how this was set it was it was an it was an entertaining it was an entertaining promo. I thought there was good stuff that came out of this. New Day uh, do a breast cancer presentation. It is that time of the the year. I think they're great to do this type of stuff. They they're just fantastic at PR. And I mean, is isn't Xavier Woods just one of the best guys to to do this as well? You know, if he did, you know, connect with with this breast cancer survivor, and you know, they went and hung out and have. And to have nachos together and stuff and take selfies. He is just the perfect guy to do that. He's one of the he looks like he's one of the most affable dudes in in all of wrestling. It just makes perfect, perfect sense. I thought that was a great segment. We go to a commercial pretty early. The OC uh, distracted the ref so a stair spot could work out. And then Kofi pins AJ Styles with a trouble in paradise. Now you know, I wondered a lot of things upon Kofi's match last week. This ain't a bad follow-up for him, pinning one of the most, I don't want to say one of the most protected, but one of the most decorated. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Did wrestlers, not just in WWE, in the world ever, sure. this guy has held championships in Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, Impact, TNA. He's held the NWA championship. He's been all WWE. Like, AJ Styles is a favorite of Vince McMahon. I mean, it's not a secret. Kofi Kingston wins with his finish, clean in the middle of the ring. Also, we're told, will this be the last time? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, your, your thoughts on this match and Kofi in particular? I uh, I really I, I I thought this was a good match. Uh, Kofi had Kofi's uh, sequence started with a really strong hot tag. We didn't get to see the Big E hot tag, which is one of my favorite hot tags in the business. But that's okay. Kofi did a great job. I loved how uh, to get to the Trouble in Paradise. Kofi was sneaking out of AJ's finisher offense he slid out of a of a styles clash he rolled out of a calf crusher uh kofi was just too wily you know uh, aj couldn't 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 get him he avoided the ushiguroshi and then hit the treble in paradise i thought it was a fantastic finish i will say it is a little strange and because as fan as a fan and i'm sure a lot of fans out there feel the same way we don't have a sense of closure regarding Kofi and his universal title run. We don't have a sense of closure. He won he lost the title in 6 seconds last week and he vanished. There wasn't there was we talked about this last week. There wasn't even a shot of him clutching his head. He just he was just gone. Comes back this week. He's got the pancakes, he's all smiles. Sure the power of positivity can do great things such as lead you to a victory over AJ Styles. But at the same time it would be just a, a small form of vindication for us as fans just to get a a, a proper wrap-up. If you were just to say, I am coming back for my title, I don't know when, but I will be back for it. At least that. Because right now we're still hanging and there's still it's still open. It was kind of strange that it wasn't even addressed. And someone say, oh, well, he went straight to the mid-card. Where, where else is he going? He ain't fighting. Straight to the mid card. AJ Styles. That's, isn't it great? Does it just go straight to the mid card, but he gets a win over AJ Styles? My God. Like, I mean, 
I get it. He's Kofi Kingston, and he lost in six seconds. And if there's one thing I hate, it's motherfuckers. Pardon my language. I've got to cut out the, the, the F-bombs on this show. I apologize. But some of the things that I've been reading frustrate me so much. He throws the pancakes. I can't take them seriously. Well, whose problem is that? Whose problem is that that you think that every single champion has to be Ivan Drago? Like that ain't that not every champion has to be Ivan Drago. They don't have to be. They can have personality. They can ha- they can do what they want. Daniel Cormier gets half naked and dances in front of a green screen with chicken and ice cream floating around. One of the greatest fighters in combat history. History. Damn. Damn. So dumb. So dumb. Right, so yeah, look, we, I, it, it is set for Crown Jewel, or as we call it, Sands of Time. Cain uh, Velasquez, Brock Lesnar, WWE Championship, Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman. What do, what do you think of those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like the approach. I like the approach of getting relevant or somewhat relevant current combat stars, because let's be honest. As much as I would love to see Shawn Michaels wrestle again, Michaels, Undertaker, Kane, and Goldberg did not work out for them. No, it didn't. And, uh, you know, uh, since they can't resurrect the Ultimate Warrior, (laughs) uh, what what else are they going to go for? And, I mean, if they want to do this, if they want to go – to me, the the guy who's going to benefit the most out of this is Braun Strowman. He is getting so much attention right now. He – Looks good next to Tyson Fury. Uh, I think it's a. I think it's a smart match. They're both tall guys, uh, very physical, and he's getting the mainstream press. I mean, he he's going to be the big winner out of. Um, that's going. He he's going to be the big winner out of all of this. But you know, kind of like I said last week, you know, this whatever they're setting up for Crown Jewel is not for wrestling fans. It's to attract. That sweet, sweet mainstream media attention, but for people who are into wrestling and who like wrestling, there's there's not much going on there. Hannah Moore uh, sends a bunch of pancake emojis that I didn't know existed. And oh, really? Here we are. We're already at the main event because <laughs> a are. lot of this was the draft, which we're about to get to. SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey becomes the new SmackDown Women's Champion now. Uh, There'll be a lot of angry people. Well, they're just doing it to rack up Charlotte trains. Well, obviously, but I don't care. I'm okay with that. I don't good. I hope I hope she gets 17 title reigns so badly. Sure. I don't um, mind either. And and let's not forget like the title reign that she had before this lasted what? 3 minutes? Yeah. I, I'm okay with it. I don't I'm mind it at all. It I like watching Charlotte Flair. I'm I hope she breaks the record. Good. So sure. the big stories of this were all Bailey. Bailey comes out, has some new gear, looks like AEW colors to be quite honest with you. Throws off her hood, has a new haircut, no more side pony, Warren. I dug it. I like it. You look, you know something, you know something's up with the women in WWE when they start screwing with their hair. You know something's up. I liked it. I loved her new look. Do you want to kill one? She killed the Bailey buddies. I loved it. Like, what? What did she have? Did she have an axe or was it like a prospector thing? Was, I am. She is from. Is she from? No, she's from San Jose, right? Yeah, she's from oh, San Jose, California. Say, San Francisco, the 49ers. Come on now, prospecting. I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, would have been a stretch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but no, like it didn't look. I thought it was an axe. It was definitely an axe handle, but it had like two. <clears throat> Prongs. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like something they finagled in catering. They've got talented enough people to do that. Sure. Charlotte gets her her mouth busted up pretty good. Booted Bailey off the apron. I was excited to see the new heel Bailey. Uh, She walks up the buckles on a backslide and does a Bailey to belly for a two count. Uh, She tried to cheat and can get the job done, but then just rolled up Charlotte out of a figure eight and won. Now, her not getting the pin off the Bailey to belly makes me wonder if she'll get a new finish. Well, she used both of her closers, let's call them that, 
because the top rope elbow yes. was uh, was a big one in NXT um, and the the and, and the belly to belly. Uh, this would not be the first time that a that a baby face uh, that a baby face finisher would suddenly doesn't become effective when you turn to the dark side. You know, just as much as the yes lock was an instant tap out when Daniel Bryan was a babyface, when it became the label lock, mm-hmm. suddenly you could you could power out of it. You know, uh, so I, I, yeah, I'm definitely interested because to be honest, the Bailey to Belly never did anything for me. Yeah, like as a finisher, it's a transitional move. It's fine, but as a finisher, never did anything for me. Um, so if she gets something with that has a little more harumph. And I'm good for that. That would have been a like transition right there. I like wrestlers evolving. We always talk about Chris Jericho reinventing himself. Lion Salt, Lion Tamer, Walls of Jericho, which was different than the Lion Tamer, Codebreaker, Code to now the Judas Effect. Well, like, you know, sometimes you don't always go up. I like a good back elbow. Yeah, I like a good back elbow. I used a, a varying number of back elbows. I, I'm sure you deliver a fantastic del- back elbow, I Sean. A real goddamn sh- good back elbow. You know, I can't necessarily say that. There you go. There you go. I wish I could tap you on the on on your back, but you're so goddamn tall, man. So I see a lot of people saying this. I didn't like the Bailey you people promo. I don't consider this an all you people promo because you know what she didn't say. All you people. She stopped. It, it matters. And when Bailey, of all people, goes, hey, bitches, screw all of you, and leaves, yep. that's it. An all you people promo is a lot more extended than this. Uh-huh. Hey, all you people, this is why I'm doing it. No, 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 no. That's not what Bailey said. Bailey just said, hey, bitches, screw all of you, and left. Cool. I'm ready for her to show up in the rafters, face painted with crow and frowny and all that <laughs> stuff. She's gonna, her new finish is going to be a reverse DDT. She's going to take a year and a half off. She's gonna, <laughs> she's going to show up at Starcade 2020 without a tan. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And they're going to de-push her. It's going to be like yes. that. It's just going to be. Super yeah. Nick Patrick's going to come in and do a do another count. Um, I I like I like Bizarro Bailey. I you know, and I think this is exactly what she needed. And per, is this could this possibly be the best orchestrated heel turn that we've seen in a long time? Because this is when you look at it for the past few months, Bailey has been like, no, I'm still a babyface. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. Yeah. I'm still the same. What's wrong? What's wrong with you guys? She was delusional. She didn't realize that what she was doing was being a, being a little jerk. But now she's embracing the personality. Now it's like she's no longer the fresh-faced uh, little uh, schoolgirl. Now she's an emo teenager and she's telling mom and dad to fuck off. Excuse me. But that's essentially hmm. that's essentially what it is now. She's Bizarro Bailey. She's moved on. She's slaughtered the Bailey buddies. Um, I think this is exactly what, what, uh, what she needed. And I also think that this, however, telegraphs the fact that Charlotte is going to, is going to raw. Yeah. We needed, needed, needed some edge for Bailey. We need it for a lot of people and they got real lucky that Sasha Banks was in better shape. Apparently than what we, what we heard because oh, good. as of, I think it was, I can't remember when I, it was Wednesday when I published the report. I had asked, and they said she's still undergoing tests. And I was like, damn, come on. They need those two women on each brand to help anchor those brands. Especially mm-hmm. as we find out Ember Moon is sidelined with maybe an Achilles injury. That's rough. That yeah. ain't good. Um, I liked what ended SmackDown. I thought it was really good. Let's talk about the draft. Now, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> they they telegraphed it, and then they switch it up a little bit. This is not telegraphing, Sean. They they leaked themselves. They leaked it. I they had, leaked themselves. I told somebody. So it's funny. I reached out to somebody in WWE, who I talk to very frequently about this, and they're like, I hate to drop the F-bomb again, but I'm quoting. Are you fucking kidding me? They spent the entire week kayfabing us, then they spoiled it them fucking selves. That was just, 
I have been given scripts with less accurate information than what WWE put out. (laughs) WWE has threatened to sue Fightful for putting scripts out there that were less accurate than this. Damn, bro. (laughs) So, let's run through this. Raw got the first pick. Becky Lynch was the first pick. Warren, I thought this was a good idea. I thought it had to be this way. And the reason why it had to be this way, as I explained on the list in your boy, every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, myself and Fightful founder Jimmy Van break down the weekend news. I think that for lapsed fans who might be tuning in, or for anybody that might have any doubt, it was a way for them to say, hey, maybe you haven't watched this in a while, but things have changed. Things are a little bit different now. Mm-hmm. And this is how much we care about this division. I thought she was the right number one pick, Warren. Uh, I mean, look, as far as putting across a message, it was very clear. Let's not forget last week on the first edition of SmackDown on Fox, she was the first WWE superstar to appear on camera. She was the first person to come out to the ring. Uh, so in a sense, it makes sense. I mean, she is the face of the company. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who still would really, really like it to be Roman Reigns. But yeah. no, I mean, she is... She is the face of the company. She's still getting the reactions. Um, this make this made perfect sense. Uh, and if they if they do want to be serious about the women's division, these are the types of moves that they have to do. And there's a lot of people talking about a show, b show. There, there's not an a show, b show right now. Not right USA now. Network's paying them a billion dollars as well, and WWE has to provide them more content. Oh, by the way, USA is also paying for Wednesday nights too. So pissing off USA Network a Quite frankly, a 35-year partner is not something yep. that WWE is doing. That's not not something what 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 they're that they're looking to do. DJ Cass says so detached from the main roster product. Has anything changed? Uh, Bailey uh, is a heel now. Just show how, shows how bad WWE is at making baby faces. Yeah, they had a slam dunk with Bailey, and they they pissed it away. Bailey will always be remembered in the top tier of the NXT talents that moved up to Maine and WWE did not know what to do with them. I w- I am still a big Bailey fan. I was won over with her in NXT. She was the female John Cena. The, and then they did uh they did uh Bailey This Is Your Life with her. Oh my god, that was so bad. Brian Medina says Bailey as the uh <laughs> New Sting would work. I don't know if it would work, but it'd, uh, it'd be funny. It's it's just funny, funny to think. Yeah. Or at least, you know, if she's in Juggalo paint, that'd be funny. Roman yeah. Reigns, the first SmackDown selection. Good. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, this, this had a lot of people confused after this. They're like, why didn't this person get picked? Well, what they did is they split up the eligible draft pools. There were like 30, 31 talent available on Friday and then like 40-something Monday. I like this because I wondered – how are they going to do this? Because naturally, all the top picks would get picked on Friday. I thought sure. this was a smart way to split it up, Warren. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like the idea of uh, I like the idea of the draft pools. You know, it, making sure that everyone was clearly on their side. But you know, they you know, screwed the, it up. They screwed it up. The uh, the the wild card rule still still popped up for one more minute tonight, Sean. Just the ghost of the wild card rule came to haunt us so just for a second. We'll go ahead and talk about that. Heavy machine machinery ugh, went number eight to SmackDown, I believe it was, right? I think, uh, yeah, I think it's number eight. They were they uh, were drafted in the fourth round. Yes, in the fourth round, but no, eight, SmackDown's eighth selection, whatever. Um, they were they were they were they in were, the raw. They were in the Monday pool. Boy, here's who else Raw got. Drew McIntyre, very early, ahead of Randy Orton, Ricochet, Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, Natalya, the Viking Raiders. All of those are honestly good picks. There was nobody that I looked at on the Raw side and said, damn, wouldn't mind them. Like, they they got a real strong roster. SmackDown ended up with, like, Lacey Evans and Lucha House Party, and we'll, we'll get to that, but... WWE, I just begged for them to make a little sense. With their number seven selection, they picked Alexa Bliss, who was listed in the draft pool with Nikki Cross. So you'd think, oh, damn. Damn, man. Why, why wouldn't they just pick her with Nikki Cross? They may want to split them up. No, they picked Nikki Cross four spots later, Warren. Correct. 
Correct. Someone was sleeping on the job at USA Network. Someone does not, didn't quite understand the rules of the draft. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't. But this is look. I we can only chop the chalk this up to them scrambling to mix things up when it became apparent that everyone on Twitter was was tweeting out the fact that uh, that the uh, that the, the the order of picks was essentially on WWE.com that you could just go see the the order and it was right there. That's when they started moving uh, moving things around. But I mean, it it just looks dumb. It just looks dumb. Why would you have? wasted a pick because they were considered a team they were listed as a team so you could have just picked both of them but then if, look i'm convinced there's a guy backstage who was there and he was saying well goddamn pal we we ended up having we ended up with everything on the internet split uh split alexa and nikki okay so is nikki going to smackdown no no no, no we're both on raw but then why can't they draft them together? Don't ask too many questions, pal. Just make it happen. So over sure. on SmackDown, I thought that their first four picks were real good. Roman Reigns, The Fiend, yep. Bray Wyatt, Sasha Banks, Braun Strowman. That's four real good ones. Then they go Lacey Evans. All right. Okay. They obviously think a lot of her. The Revival, fantastic pick. Mm-hmm. Also, your SmackDown champions. The last two, a little confusing. Lucha House Party, Heavy Machinery. Now, Heavy Machinery kind of get there protected. Lucha House Party have been so dead in the water. They are not over. Nobody cares about them on the main roster. They are unbelievable workers. Unbelievable workers. But that one was a little bit confusing. The free agent pool, keep in mind, has Cesaro, EC3, Chad Gable, Drew Gulak, Heath Slater, the B-Team, Tamina, Eric Young, Sin Cara, Akira Tozawa, Humberto Carrillo. Were you surprised that Lucha House Party or anybody went above the free agents? Um, you can tell that they're trying to do something with Lucha House Party. They're trying. They, God bless their heart. They're giving them. They're giving them a chance. I think one of the things that didn't work out for 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 Lucha House Party is that they were positioned. Uh, you will recall when they when they ended up on Maine, they had the noisemakers, right, and they were. They were in their feud with the revival where they would have Lucha House rules, you know, and it'd be three on two or, you know, they'd have all these wacky rules where you sort of felt bad for the revival. We're just coming out to have a tag team match. And they ended up with these goofballs here. Then they ended up with trying to put over Lars Sullivan, who ended up being injured as well. Their first really good main roster match happened on Monday this week. That's the first time where they actually got a chance to shine. It's either going to be one of two things with with Lucha House Party. It will either be we're going to do something proper with you guys. We're going to give you a shot or you're going to be there to make the other teams look good. It's going to be – they're either going to be the uh, the new B team or they're going to try something out with them. But it would be a waste if they didn't try something out. Grand Metalik is too good. Lindsay, Lindsay has fire. And he can cut a promo. We discovered this yeah. in the latter days of 205 Live. That that guy has timing and he knows how to talk. Um, if they were to just give them a little leg, a little wiggle room, I think we'd all be surprised. Kristen Ashley sends a super chat and says, split Alexa and Nikki? Don't ask Warren. He's wrong. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Honeymoon's over. Well, the t- the ticket's non refundable. What can you do? <laughs> yeah, speaking of Warren, you will be uh, in the states next weekend, so you will not be here. Yes, with I, me. I'll be I'll be traveling. Correct. Correct. When, when do you travel? Are you going to be on Wednesday show? I will be on Wednesday okay. show. I'm I'm literally on a plane during SmackDown next Friday. Literally. 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 Well, guys, we literally appreciate all your support. Uh, FightfulSelect.com is the most uh, direct way to do that. We have seen like a 20% jump in subscribers this week. It has been absolutely insane. I want to thank all of you guys who have done that. Once we hit 500 subscribers, I'll be doing that Q&A show every single week. Uh, But 
it has been a major success. We hope that once we move that from the Patreon platform to Fightful.com, you all will follow us over there. But go over to FightfulSelect.com. I had some news on SmackDown. I'm going to have some championship belt news pretty soon if I can get it confirmed. I had a lot of stuff. We're starting to post like some documents and things like that 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 we've had access to and have been posted. We had early access to just a ton of stories over there. But hey, if you're over here, you're on YouTube right now listening to us, leave a thumbs up and subscribe. But we're on podcast platforms everywhere. Warren, where can the people find you? Well, since you're already on YouTube, why don't you just... Open up a new tab in your browser and flip on over to youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes and give a subscribe there. I have my own uh, show every Thursday evening. Uh, I, I live stream it, talk about wrapping up everything WWE and the rest as well. I have a Patreon, as Sean mentioned as well. Not even looking to get as hot as Fightful. Whatever can, whatever you guys can drop. Patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes or on Twitter at Mr. Warren Hayes. Impact Wrestling fans, we are going to be Impact Heavy next week. I have major features and interviews with Ethan Page and Jordan Grace. Also, Denise Salcedo was in Los Angeles today getting interviews with numerous Impact Wrestling stars. Those will be up uh, soon, depending on uh, how time-sensitive they are uh, based on the release. But Impact Bound for Glory next weekend. You will be in an Impact event, I'm told, Saturday? We're going to be at All Glory uh, next Saturday. Yes, Yes, uh, we're probably going to get to see uh, the last of Shotzi Blackheart, one of her last uh, indie dates. You're going to give me a tell-all with Kylie Ray, right? Look, uh, uh, (laughs) count on Kristen. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. If it happens, I'm going to credit Kristen. If it doesn't happen, I'm blaming you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do I have your attention now, says... This is random, but Dustin Rhodes is staring at me. I'm going to need... Oh, okay. Over Warren's shoulder. I was like, are you at a Denny's or something? Like, <laughs> like what happened? Did, did, are you... Is he getting, like, some hash browns? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. <laughs> Reminder, guys, we got all kinds of cool stuff at Fightful.com. Uh, UFC event this weekend. Kind of quiet on the wrestling end of things, but... We've got a ton of shows for you guys. Thank you all so much for your continued support. We're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.